0: Sixers with a 14-point win over the Hornets tonight in North Carolina, 128-114. Now 35-28 for the Sixers, 6th in the East. Miami is in overtime with Washington. They were a game and a half behind the Sixers. Meanwhile, the Wizards a half a game ahead of the Sixers, so it's conceivable with Washington, if they were to lose at home to Miami, the Sixers would go into 5th, or at least a 5th-place tie, With the Wizards and up next for the Sixers at Miami, Thursday night, 7.30. Game three of this four-game road trip. It'll end Saturday in Brooklyn, and the Sixers will be home next Tuesday against Victor Oladipo. Here's Brett Brown from outside the Sixers locker room.
1: You know, I thought that the job he did defensively, he switched out on Kemba a lot. You know, Kemba, I think, was one for nine, you know, with five points. I thought TJ also had an excellent game on Kemba. And then Robert scored. You know, he made shots. He, he found a way to contribute on both sides of the the ball, and he was the, uh, the bell ringer tonight. When you look at what Joel Embiid did, four points in that first half, and for him to really turn it on in the second, did you like what you saw there? I tell you, what I liked most was that we had 71 points in the first half, and he only had four. And it shows that, you know, we, we, we were growing our bench. I thought our bench was excellent tonight that he's got another, he's got a group of players and people around him that care and, and and are capable. And, you know, tonight, like offensively, he struggled, I suppose, in the first half and then had a, you know, a solid big second half. And uh, I think just the fact that, that we, you know, could put that volume of points on the board and, and be winning at halftime without really Joel sort of, completely stamping his thumb on that first half was uh, was a good sign I thought. In relation to the turnovers I mean you talked about how you want your team to play smart and not scared but how do those two things correlate? With I mean we're actually trending it doesn't probably get the attention you know you wish it did because you have a game like we did the other night on TV and you know it is it's a killer you can't win any game when you had 26 turnovers and I, I, I give Milwaukee credit some of them you know were self inflicted And we're aware of it. And, uh, you know, since the the all-star break, you know, we've come out of this understanding. Like, we have to fix this. We have to own it. And for the most part, we have. You know, I think we're like 15th or 14th after the all-star break. And it's just the, the 14 turnovers tonight really allowed us to put that many points on the board.
0: That's Brett Brown from outside the Sixers locker room. An impressive second half for the Sixers as even though they only opened their lead to two more, it was just a dominant period uh, for them. So they win again as they've beaten Charlotte now twice and again the final 128 to 114. We'll throw it back to Devon Givens and continue our coverage on the Sixers Radio Network. This is the Philadelphia 76ers postgame show. It beat like a look about up Broad Street. Sarge is going to turn, he'll get it off, and he rolls it in. The Sixers postgame show, right now on 97.5 The Fanatic.
2: The 76ers continue their road run and come away with a victory in one of their better wins of the season on the road tonight. Again, as they beat the Charlotte Hornets, In Charlotte at the Spectrum Center, 128-114, improving their record now to 35-28 on the season. Hello all, I'm Devon Givens and welcome to the Sixers Post Game Show here on the Sixers Radio Network. We are going to head back to Charlotte to hear from the man who... Gave the game call here, Tom McGinnis, to get his thoughts on this solid win. Again, away from home, 128-114. Tom, uh, an impressive win here, as we uh, talked about it pregame. One of these things, two-game, four-game road trip, second game on this trip, and they go into a place like Charlotte where a team is still trying to find their way into the postseason. And the Sixers just come away with a very, very good offensive performance tonight in this victory.
0: No doubt. Very impressive, as you say. And the Sixers moved the ball around. Or Excuse me, Brett Brown was just saying how when teams double Embiid, which, quite frankly, the Sixers didn't handle that well because Joel didn't handle it early in the game all that effectively. But they moved that ball around and they got some good three-point shooting. And that, I think, is going to be the secret of the Sixers' success. And that is how they handle double teams when Embiid gets the ball and then the spacing around him. And, you know, obviously they've added Devon Bellinelli and Ilyasova they both were in double figures tonight and J.J. got off to a good start Dario and Covington combined for nine threes and a great overall performance and they just they pummeled Charlotte they kept Walker at bay and you could tell that they were a dejected group I mean still it was a nine point game or so uh you know at 9:38 to go they were still they're just a basket away from making it a six point game and the sixers they were the ones particularly with around five or six minutes to go i was saying at that point if the sixers were able to just manage the next two and a half minutes they'll win the game well right they went on a little splurge and went up 16 and for all intents and purposes that was the game so that's what that three-point shooting can do they withstood a, a, a season high for dwight howard but a great overall team victory for the Sixers.
2: And as you pointed out, 8 of 14 between Covington and Reddick behind the three-point line. But I want to focus on Robert Covington because sometimes, as we know, the game can go up and down for him tonight. 7 of 11 from the floor, 5 of 9 from behind the arc, 30 minutes of play for 22 points. But, Tom, also, as you pointed out, Kimball Walker, only five points. A lot of it also had to do with the defense of Robert Covington. What have you seen from him tonight? What did you see from Covington tonight overall to come away with this solid, solid game?
0: Well, he is, without question, the Sixers' best perimeter option defensively, and he draws that assignment night in and night out, whether it's a quick perimeter-based point guard like Walker, who certainly can drive the ball or or LeBron. I mean, think about it. Those are huge assignments. And then to step up and also hit threes, I mean, as Brett Brown uses the phrase, that's the holy grail, being a two-way player. And he did a tremendous job. He got some deflections, which leads to steals and turnovers on the opponents. I mean, he's done a tremendous job. He's a streaky shooter, to be sure, and he's had his lulls maybe longer uh, this season than in, in years past. But when he steps up, and he's going to be a key component for the Sixers, I mean, when he knocks that ball down, I mean, the Sixers become that much better, particularly when he's not the only three points. Dario shooting it at a high level. J.J., Irsan, Marco, they can all make those shots, and including Embiid. That, I think, is going to be the key to the Sixers' success in the postseason, provided they get there.
2: And you spoke with Dario Sharich postgame, and what can you say about his play over the last couple of weeks? And as he pointed out, maybe coming from the All-Star break, just took him a little time to get his legs going. But overall, stepping into that starting lineup at the early in the beginning of the season and just maintaining that steady level of play from Dario Sharic and playing well defensively, Tom, he's just been a really, really good piece for this 76ers starting unit.
0: Well, absolutely. He's got no agenda. He's all about team, and he'll do anything it takes. I mean, he's effective and powerful down low. He's now starting to hit the three ball with more consistency. I mean, last year, when you left the season, you know what he played. You knew he played so much basketball. He had a bit of a line drive trajectory on his threes. I think he's worked on that. That's that's added to uh, his his ability to hit that shot. You know, the higher arc, the softer shot. And then he he grinds. He's a defensive player. He rebounds. He's just been a great asset. You know, I think he's a bit of an underrated sixer player when a lot of the attention, and understandably so, deservedly so, goes to Ben and Joel. But he is a major component for this team, particularly with the bead, you know, going out. And and Dario goes down there, and it's, again, like we saw at the end of last year, he's a very effective post player. It's not like it's this picture perfect rolling skyhook, a thing of beauty but he gets in there and nudges him over the rim and scores with regularity and i like i said i, I wouldn't say with ease but he's uh, he's very effective and he, if he can't score it he's uh, he's able to pass it out so He's been a major part of the Sixers' success.
2: Absolutely, and offensively, again, shooting 57% from the floor, 48 from behind a three-point line. Uh, Just a very, very good offensive display by the Sixers tonight. Tom, uh, thanks so much for your time. We will catch up with you on Thursday live from Miami. All right, thank you, and I want to thank Mark Feltman, our engineer here in Charlotte. Good night, Devon. Good night, Tom. Tom McGinnis again, live from the Spectrum Center in Charlotte as the Philadelphia 76ers take down the Hornets, one twenty-eight, one fourteen. A four-game series for them this season. They played them last. The Sixers played the Hornets last Friday at home and come away with that win. And a very impressive win. And then tonight, just topping that one, improving to 35 and 28 on the season. They dominated the Hornets on the glass 44 to 33. And one of the things that I always like to look at, 35 assists on 50 made baskets. That just goes to show how much they're sharing the ball. Tom pointed out the ball is constantly moving. The ball is popping out of each other's hands. And they're when they when when they're able to do that, better opportunities, better looks at the basket, and then protecting the basketball with only 14 turnovers tonight. The Sixers very, very good across the board, both offensively and defense. Sixers win 128-114 over the Charlotte Hornets. We come back on the other side a little bit more, diving into the box score as the Sixers improve to 35-28. and 28. I'm Devon Givens. This is the Sixers Post Game Show on the Sixers Radio Network. Solid win for the 76ers again tonight on the road, 35 and 28 now in the season. And on the road, they do hold a record of 15 and 18 now uh, away from the center. But again, looking into what the Philadelphia 76ers did tonight against the Charlotte Hornets, and it starts with the head of their offense, the head of their team, their franchise player, if you will, Kemba Walker. In 34 minutes and 45 seconds, and you look at the one of nine shooting all five from the floor. Only two turnovers, but only managing to come away with five points. And that, again, is just simply going back to what he had against the Philadelphia 76ers last Friday in the 110-99 loss. He got off to a very, very hot start finishing the game with 31 points on 11 of 21 shooting. But the way the Philadelphia 76ers, and we talked about it with Tom McGinnis pregame, about how things uh, had to be where you had to make sure that Kimball Walker was not allowed to get things going to get this offense started, and while the Hornets did score 27 points in the first quarter— after that, with the 76ers having a lead by 12 at the half, 71 of 59, it was everyone else doing their job minus the all-star, the two-time All-Star in Kemba Walker. Dwight Howard had a bit of a resurgence, if you will, 12 of 17 from the floor offensively. You did not expect that type of game from Dwight Howard in the 30 minutes and 20 seconds. 30 points from the big man, six rebounds, uh again, twelve of seventeen. From the floor, Nicholas Batum with only 12, Marvin Williams 11, the fifth starter for the Charlotte Horners, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. He fouled out very early. Pardon me, he was ejected very early in the game after picking up two technical fouls, at the second being at the 3:52 mark. And you would think defensively with what you know of Michael Carter-Williams to come in and maybe make things a little more difficult for Robert Covington and his 22 points this evening. Yeah, you—they were—that was sorely missed. They sorely missed the Hornets. Did Michael Kidd-Gilchrist and the energy that he brings on the defensive end off the bench for the Hornets? Frank Kaminsky, 20 minutes of play, four of nine from the floor. A little bit of a burst also of energy, but not enough. The 11 points that he contributed just simply not enough to help the Philadelphia Charlotte Hornets take down the Philadelphia 76ers. Again, looking at the Sixers bench and what they were able to do. Tom pointed out Marco Bellinelli and Irsan Ilyasova both coming off the bench with 11 points apiece. But a lot you cannot overlook the impact that Amir Johnson and T.J. McConnell also had in their reserve roles. Seven points for Amir Johnson, not known for his scoring, not known for his outside shooting as he knocked down his only three-point attempt. Three or four from the floor for his seven points, contributing and uh, also adding five rebounds to assist to his stat line on the evening. But just solid Overall tough defense in the paint. While he will be scored on at times, he's going to make that def- that offensive player work for every point that they get. And T.J. McConnell coming in and just being the spark plug that he is and oftentimes off the bench for Brett Brown and the 76ers. Eight points uh, and five assists. And two steals right away also. Two steals. He came in and gave a good impact. Two steals right away in 24 minutes of play. Nine seconds of basketball for the reserve point guard for the Philadelphia 76ers. Timothy Lawu, Rashawn Holmes, Justin Anderson also got some uh, uh, late run for the 76ers as thing were things were pretty much out of hand down the stretch for this team. Again, coming away with the 128-114 victory over the Charlotte Hornets at the Spectrum Center. Coming up on the other side, we'll get into the highlights. Of course, called by the man you just heard from, Tom McGinnis. This is the Sixers Post Game Show. I'm Devon Givens right here on the Sixers Radio Network. Philadelphia 76ers again win 128-114 over the Charlotte Hornets, improving their record at 35-28. And now we get to the highlights as the Philadelphia 76ers again start things off with the scoring. Ben Simmons gets it going right away. Dario Sharge follows up a little bit later with a three-pointer to make it a 7-4 advantage to the Sixers. But then the Hornets turn things around, take advantage, and get their first lead and carry it on out. But the Sixers, again, find their way and claw their way back. Amir Johnson, the three-pointer that we pointed out, he knocked that one down to make it 21-8. to And we mentioned T.J. McConnell as well with that bench unit that came in to help give the Philadelphia 76ers some energy and some life, a spark off the bench. He connects with Ben Simmons with a very impressive play.
0: Here's a steal by T.J. He's got Simmons. Elliot, bam! Ben Simmons in minute throws it down a spectacular run out jam by the Sixers that's how you throw the alley-oop
2: very impressive way to contort his body in the air Ben Simmons flushing it down for the 76ers in transition that made it 21-20 Charlotte a little back and forth a little on the seesaw if you will for the Sixers and the Hornets but at the end of the first quarter at the buzzer J.J. Reddick with one of his three-point makes
0: earth time with the rebound outlet to bellinelli three to shoot bellinelli to jj in the corner for an off balance three to ten jj reddick with the buzzer going off
2: what a play by the sixers a little barking from jj reddick as well with some of the fans in the crowd you have to think some of the charlotte hornets faithful were giving jj reddick the business a bit after making that shot fade away falling out of bounds making sure he had a few choice words for the fans in the Charlotte crowd, Sixers up thirty to twenty-seven at the end of the first quarter. Dario Sarch again keeping things going in the start of the second, coming out of the uh, uh, start, coming out with a uh, three-pointer to tie things up, forty-two to forty-two. Robert Covington, the impressive play tonight, seven of eleven from the floor. Here's one of his five three-pointers.
0: Ben with the left hand. Simmons back to a trailing charge. Ball fake, dribble move. Kid Gilchrist and Kaminsky there. Back out to Covington for
2: three good. J.J. Redick followed things up not too far after with a long two-pointer to make it 57-48 as the Sixers started to uh, spread things out a little bit, take advantage of a 12-2 run, and and move away from the Charlotte Hornets. Again, as they try to make a push, Ben Simmons with the layup to make it 60-50. Irsan Ilyasova, 11 points off of the bench. Here's one from deep.
0: Here's Joel against Dwight Howard, and Walker comes over to steal it, but Joel bounces to TJ over to Irsan. Open three by Ilyasova is good, and the Sixers have come alive in a huge way.
2: In a huge way on a 21-4 run, 64-50 lead at that point after Ilyasova's three-point basket at the end of the third. The second quarter, there was a Dwight Howard three-pointer, but before that, T.J. McConnell snuck behind the defense as they were sleeping on an inbounds play. Ben Simmons delivered a perfectly passed basketball to T.J. McConnell to lay it in for 71-56, 71-59 the advantage after Dwight Howard three-pointer. Howard kept it going tonight as he was very physical, very active in the paint. Here is one and one for the veteran big man.
0: Underhand, Howard into the lane on Bede, he goes around him, and another layup by Dwight Howard. What a contrast. And Bede had 23 and 15 points and rebounds against a
2: foul-prone Howard Friday at the center in Philadelphia. And things have turned. And that made it 77-70. And as things started to turn, and you got a little nervous as to wondering if the Philadelphia 76ers were, again, going to allow a comeback. They did not. Dario Shards made sure of that, knocking down a three, uh, making it 85-74 to as the Hornets, again, just keeping him at arm's length. But Ben Simmons, we heard about the one play earlier with the acrobatic dunk, and he also got into the mix in the paint again.
0: Amir Johnson with a runner off the glass, wide to the right, no good, tracks down his own miss, keeps it away from Walker, goes to Simmons, and Ben Simmons jams it. He got knocked out of bounds on the rebound as Amir gathered it in.
2: Out of bounds, comes back into play, establishes his feet inbound as a player who can catch the ball and in an impressive reverse dunk for Ben Simmons, leading 101-91 after three frames of basketball in Charlotte. Joel Embiid, very quiet in the very beginnings of the basketball game, but he really got it going in the fourth quarter. Very aggressive, very physical, and you have to think some of it is because of the play of Dwight Howard. Here is the big fella in the paint.
0: Ball goes into the corner. Bellinelli makes an unbelievable catch, and it beats, slams the ball. Marco Bellinelli catching the ball while almost falling out of bounds right in front of the Charlotte bench.
2: 103.91 after that score by your first time All Star and Kimball Walker got his first made field goal of the game to make it 110 100 for the Charlotte Hornets. But again, the Philadelphia 76ers would not allow them to come back. You've had right following that Kimball Walker made jumper. Joel Embiid then made a short turnaround jump shot. Robert Covington again followed that up with one of his five three pointers on the night. Dario Scharch with an impressive layup, 120 to 104. And again, Joel Embiid with the punctuation.
0: Five minutes to go, Sixers by 14, Simmons lobs to Embiid and an alley-oop jam! That's our Dunkin' Donuts dunk of the game! Joel Embiid rocks the stage. it is still shaking here in North Carolina.
2: Ben Simmons not to be showing up with a little bit of a flair of himself as he drove baseline, got a reverse dunk, made it 124-108. The Sixers come away with the victory. 128-114 in Charlotte over the Hornets, improved to 35-28 now on the season. And again, 15-18 on the road as they have two more to go on the roast, with their next one being against the Miami Heat, who fell tonight in overtime. 117-113 at the hands of the Washington Wizards tonight in Washington. So that means the Wizards remain one game up on the Philadelphia 76ers if the Wizards would have lost. The Sixers and Wizards would have been tied in the standings uh, and the Miami Heat then would have been uh, up a little bit more right now. They're in the 8th spot, 34-31 and after the loss tonight. So they will certainly be looking to pick up another victory after losing a tough one in overtime against Washington when the Sixers and Miami Heat Last matched up, it was on February 27th in Miami with a 102, 101 down to the wire. Victor, if you remember, Dwayne Wade hit a jumper with seconds to go in the contest, turning back the clock for the future Hall of Famer Dwayne Wade as he finished with a 27-point night for the winners in Miami of the Miami Heat. So again, Sixers back at it on Thursday in Miami. 7:30 start. Uh, as the 76ers again continue their four-game road trip, their third on this four-game road stand. Uh, a lot of people to thank tonight, starting with, again, Tom McGinnis in Charlotte, Tyler Zuli here back at the studio, as well as Alan Yates. I'm Devon Givens. Remember, back on Thursday, 7.30 start in Miami against the Miami Heat. Coming up next on The Fanatic, it will be myself and you. Six one zero six three two zero nine seven five. You want to jump in and get ready to talk about this big, impressive win one twenty eight one fourteen over the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the post game show. Enjoy the rest of the year night, and we will catch up with you here on the Sixers Radio Network on Thursday against the Heat. Following the Sixers' win, Tom McGinnis had a chance to catch up with one of the players afterwards. And we're going to be joined
0: courtside by, I believe. Dario Sharich, Dario, is that you?
3: Yeah, it's me. It's me. Thank
0: you for joining us, Tom McGinnis, from high above the court here in Charlotte. What a great effort by you guys, boy! The three was really going. You made four. Cub had five, and that
3: was a big difference
0: in this game. Your thoughts?
3: Uh, yeah, it was like a pretty, pretty, pretty good game for us. You know, we got the, we got the first time in in, in uh, eighty-two game. Joel got like so so first half, and you know, we step up for him. For him, and after that, when he make uh, when he make uh, his moves, when he try to play, how he knows, you know, everything is easier, and uh, it's a team win. And what you say, we got like good night too, and uh, we deserve it.
0: Yes, you do. Eight threes for you over the last two games. What's been the difference of late from beyond the arc for
3: you? I don't know. Like uh, maybe maybe because I was on vacation on in Mexico. Because of that, I was sleepy. Maybe first couple games. I got the best percentage by now, you know, last two games. You know, I tried to work on practice, you know, and try to play good, and uh, I scored some shots.
0: Ben Simmons was incredible tonight. He was 8 of 9 from the field. He had that swagger, that confidence, the way he was dribbling, almost as if you could tell he felt like no hornet could stop him from getting to the rim.
3: Yeah, but, like, a Ben is, the, uh, is, like, maybe... Top five, five drivers in the NBA, like who can go downhill. He's uh, amazing, and uh, it's uh, hard to stop him. With that size, you know, with that power, and uh, with that kind of finishing, what he have with the both hands is uh, it's unbelievable. And uh, for him, that looks easy. For us, it's hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dario, last thought. And thank you so much. We'll let you get back in the locker room. But it almost seems as you get ready to go back to Miami, like you owe the Heat one after what happened last week down there. Do you agree, Miami?
3: I need to go. I don't know. Like, Okay.
0: All right. You can go, bud. No problem. Dario Saric, as he's our post-game guest, as Dario and the Sixers defeat the Charlotte Hornets 128-114. We'll be back after this on the Sixers Radio Network.